Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. It's no secret that I love hummingbirds. Why? Well, it's hard to explain. Maybe it's the beauty of the the gorgets. Maybe it's their resilience and ability to fly thousands of miles. Maybe it's the way they chatter and chirp at the feeders. Maybe it's the way they look so fierce yet are so fragile. In today's podcast, I'm going to share three self-care hacks I've learned from hummingbirds. Each one is preceded by a story. You might have something in common, my friend said, turning to my new acquaintance. Anita loves hummingbirds too. Really? He said. Do you photograph them? I try, I said, pulling out my phone to show him a few examples of photos I'd taken. He studied them closely. These are great, he assured me. I like to photograph birds too. He pulled out his phone and scrolled through his photos before turning it towards me. Here's my favorite photo of all time. An Anna's hummingbird hunched on a thin branch as fat snowflakes flew all around. No way, I said. Where did you find a hummingbird in a snowstorm? At 11,000 feet in Colorado, he said with a grin. Another conference attendee caught his attention, and he parted with a smile and a wave. His photo stayed with me, though. How could a tiny little bird survive rapidly changing weather conditions? When one thinks of hummingbirds, one thinks of balmy weather, flowering plants, and fights at the feeders. Further research revealed the adaptability of Anna's hummingbirds, though. In the 1950s, their limited territory included Southern California and Baja California. But as home gardeners started planting exotic plants further north, Anna's hummingbirds seemed to follow. By the 1970s, residents as far north as British Columbia reported sightings of the tiny birds. In 2017, Vancouver, British Columbia adopted Anna's hummingbirds as their official bird, in part because Anna's hummingbirds routinely stay year-round in the coastal city. Anna's hummingbirds have adapted to changing territory and seasons in ways ornithologists never expected. Very few hummingbirds spend winters in cold places, but Anna's hummingbirds do. In less than a century, they have morphed from warm-weather birds to birds who survive changing temperatures and climates. And there's a lesson in that about self-care for us. Hack number one, adapt to changing conditions. When I get discouraged about my ability to change, I remember Anna's hummingbirds. No one expected them to change and thrive in the ways they have over the decades. Furthermore, I have a God who sees my future, along with all the rough patches I'll experience along the way as he works in me changing me from my old self into something useful and beautiful for him. When I think of hummingbirds, I think of Romans 12 too. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Hack number two. We need to build our lives with expansion in mind. I almost didn't see the nest. Perched in the fork of two branches smaller than my pinky, the nest seemed impossibly small. I held my phone overhead and snapped a few photos of the inside of the nest, hoping to see some eggs. Sure enough, 
Two jelly bean-sized eggs lay in the deep cup. I quickly stepped away, not wanting to prevent the mama hummingbird from sitting on her eggs. Hummingbird nesting materials might surprise you. The little birds gather moss, thistledown, lichen, grass, and spiderweb silk to construct their tiny nurseries. Some species of hummingbirds build directly on top of a branch. Others choose a fork. Hummingbird nesting materials differ by species and location, but they share one common trait, spiderweb silk. The female hummingbird winds the spiderweb silk around the walls of her nest, creating a structure that can expand. Why? Because of their small size, the smallest hummingbird measures a mere two inches long, hummingbirds must make the most of their body heat to properly incubate their eggs. After the eggs hatch, the chicks progress from naked to ready to fly in just over two weeks. Hummingbirds use spider silk for nesting materials because it allows the nest to rapidly expand to hold the growing babies. As a baby Christian, our knowledge of God expands rapidly. The presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives, all we must do is ask, expands our understanding of spiritual truths. Sometimes I act like a cliff swallow instead of a hummingbird. I build a rigid house of mud around myself, content with what I already know about Scripture and the nature of God. Instead, I need to build like a hummingbird, choosing nesting materials that can withstand high winds and pressures from within and without. Psalms 119.32 reminds me of the need to keep my spiritual life fresh and expanding. It says, I will pursue your commands, for you expand my understanding. Hack number three, we need to hang out with the right kind of people. Would you eat a hummingbird, Mrs. Ojeda? One of my students asked me. Absolutely not. Why not? They weigh less than a penny, and I don't think the meat is worth the effort of catching one, I said with a grimace. Not to mention, I'm a vegetarian. Oh yeah, he said. I forgot about that. Besides, I said, I could never eat an animal as smart as a hummingbird. Hummingbirds are smart? He looked skeptical. You bet. Black-chinned hummingbirds build their nests near Cooper's hawk nests. Sounds pretty dumb to me, he said. Why build a nest close to a hawk's nest? Because Cooper's hawks don't want to bother catching something with so little meat on its bones, I said. But they do like eating the mid-sized birds that prey on hummingbirds. That's legit. God sure had fun making hummingbirds, I said. One of the smallest hummingbird species migrates almost 4,000 miles each year. No way. And they're the only bird that can fly in all directions, forward, backwards, side to side, and even upside down. The bell rang, cutting our conversation short. I hoped my student, and the others who had listened in, understood a bit more about why I think God had a blast creating these tiny, beautiful creatures, and about the necessity of hanging out with the right kinds of people. How often do I surround myself with people just like me, or people who want me to be just like them, and in the process, drag me down? I'd rather be like a hummingbird and build my nest in a place of safety. Psalms 36-7 reminds me of where I should take refuge. How priceless is your unfailing love, O oh God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. So don't forget the three self-care hacks that I've learned from hummingbirds. Hack number one, be ready to adapt to changing conditions. Hack number two, build with expansion in mind. And hack number three, 
hang out with the right kind of people. Join me next week when I talk about the importance of developing art in your life and share 10 quick tips to improve your photography. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together, we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.